place it contemplate. Good evening, everyone. Um, this is probably a brief talk tonight, but um, what the topic is is on um, entitlement. Um, it's sort of coincidental that our Honourable Treasurer is bringing down a budget tonight and ending the age of entitlement. Uh -huh. um, and uh, meaning that in an economic sense, but I'm, I'm using it in, in the terms of um, how we may, may reflect on that in terms of um, Dharma practice. Um, I, I would think it's probably true um, that, that all of us, uh, not just some people, but all of us to one degree or another, probably carry around some sense of entitlement. Um, and if we go back to the practice principles caught in the self-centred dream, only suffering, etc., um, what often goes along with that if we're, acknowledging, if we're acknowledging that's where we start practice from, um, what goes along with that is often a, a sense of entitlement. And, um, of course, there are things, in a sense, in a social sense, um, that we are entitled to. One, one would assume that, you know, if we are born in this country, in this society, that we're entitled to um, walk down the street with a sense of safety, you know, or that we're um, entitled to um, get an education, you know, or that we have human rights, etc., but the way the word entitlement is, is used in the negative sense is as though that we have some special inherent um, uh, deserving to be treated specially or whatever, um, or to be recognised especially. And uh, uh, it often um, causes a lot of problems in our life, it's a source of suffering if we go and we carry that that attitude around with us. The reason why I chose it as a um, topic today um, is that it came up in a in a counselling session and to speak in very broad brushstrokes, you know, not to um, give away any confidentiality. Um, one of my clients was 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 very felt very resentful and angry that a relative um, felt entitled to certain um, uh, things from him, and uh, he was owning his own sense of resentment. You know, and was very concerned that um, he felt as angry and resentful as what he did, and uh, was trying to work with that and let it go. Um, but it, it's interesting to, to consider just from that point of view that the impact that a sense of entitlement can have on others, mm -hmm. um, that it can often trigger such a, a strong um, sense of resentment or whatever, you know, if we, if we carry that forward as, as an attitude. Um, I've been reading lately how um, this often comes through um, in um, education too. There was a study done across different cultures um, in terms of what, what different nations seem to have the best educational standards and the best educational system. 
and um, countries like Sweden were up there with a good educational system. Australia was going down, you know, America was going down. And when they looked at it and they analysed what was it in the systems that were doing well compared to the ones that weren't, what was happening is that what the children in the systems that weren't working well were praised very, very quickly for virtually doing nothing, you know. And in the systems where it was working really well, children actually had to work, or students had to really work at something, and then they were praised. They actually had to achieve something significant before they were. And what happened was that the students who were just praised for turning up or lifting a pencil or whatever or doing anything um, learnt to expect the praise rather than doing the work. So we're looking for the zing of praise, you know, that would come from doing anything. And, and, and the, the, the results were going down in terms of the quality of education. And, and it's an important sort of um, research finding, but insight to look at in terms of um, our own practice generally, doing Dharma practice. And one of the things that seems to be um, overlooked in that whole process, I think, is the importance of um, intrinsic reward rather than the carrot you get for doing something. And all of our Zen practice is actually around um, doing something for its own intrinsic value or its own intrinsic reward. So you think of just meditation like we've been doing for the last hour and a half. Now when, when you sit there it really, it, it, do, it doesn't actually have a reward outside of itself, but it is very rewarding. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of contentment that can come from it, a sense of peace. Just, the, just sitting there doing nothing, but being present is its own reward. And yet, if we have an expectation, well, I did this for half an hour, you know, I did this for an hour and a half, and now I should feel good, right? Um, and what's wrong? I don't feel good. Right? Um, then the, that, the expectation actually gets in the way. You know, we're, we're actually expecting it, doing it, expecting to get some zing that's going to happen or some revelation. You know, and, and it's the expectation all the time that gets in the way. And often when they do research with meditators who've been meditating a long time and beginners, often the only difference is not necessarily the long-term meditators concentrate any better it's just they have less expectation that's what drops away the sense of entitlement that something should happen outside of this moment drops away and with that comes more contentment mm -hmm. but it's important probably important for all of us to reflect on um, how entitlement, even in subtle kind of ways, might come into our life or our attitude in terms of how we relate to different people or different situations. If I think of myself, like going, going to Woolworths and buying food and then standing in the queue and there's a long queue, you know, I, I can start to feel impatient as though, you know, why, sh why should this be, you know? Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't I be able to just go through quickly, you know, without, you know, wait, not wait here 10 minutes? That's a sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. um, 
when the traffic lights go red and I've got to get to a place at a certain time. You know, it's a sense of entitlement. And if we bring it into relationships, you know, we can have a sense of entitlement that we should get attention or we should get this or we should get that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's something to reflect on, do you know, and to examine where that sense of entitlement comes from. Because to go back to the beginning of my talk, not only can it have a strong impact on other people, and that's their issue to deal with if they get angry or whatever, but, but I think that having a sense of entitlement, whether it's big or whether it's small, at the end of the day leads to our own suffering, let alone the suffering that might cause others. But even if we just stay with our own suffering, the more that we have entitlement, the more we have expectation that we're treated special in some kind of way, um, the more we open ourselves up to um, those expectations not being met and then the disappointment that either comes to ourselves or the anger with the world that we feel. But either way, we set ourselves up for suffering if we have that sense of entitlement. So part of Dharma practice is that it just kind of um, dissolves. It doesn't mean, like I've said many times in Dharma talks, that um, the outcome is to become a doormat. That, that's not it. Um, but uh, we just drop our expectation of what should happen and the requirements that we have in our life. And uh, our life is more peaceful um, within ourselves and in relationship to other people if that happens. Even when it comes to um, the certain entitlements that we would reasonably expect as a human being, that we can walk down the street and not be mugged, do you know, or um, that we entitled to a, a fair wage for a fair day's work or whatever. Even those things with Dharma practice, um, yep, it's, a, it's a reasonable expectation and that, they, that they don't happen um, and you're entitled to safety and so on. But even with Dharma practice, even, even if those adverse things do happen to us, what if we were walking down the street and we got mugged? Mm -hmm. Even with Dharma practice, if, you, if you're grounded in it, you wouldn't really ask, well, why me? Mm -hmm. Why me? Of all the people, why me? Mm -hmm. it, that that doesn't, doesn't arise so much. It's kind of like, well, it just happened. Do you know, It's not a good thing to happen. There needs to be a legal consequence to it and so on. But we're not caught up so much in the, the drama of why it happened to me. Mm -hmm. So even though even those type of situations where we would expect reasonable entitlement with Dharma practice, something shifts in our relationship to it. <laughs>